get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. The voice of the Cardinals, Dan McLaughlin. I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Major news out of Cleveland on Sunday night. And of course, during the course of this week, and Cleveland has the Browns that they're talking about too, but the Cleveland Indians officially announced yesterday that they are going to change their name. And joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is Paul Hoynes, the longtime beat writer for Cleveland.com, who joins us on 101 ESPN. Paul, thanks so much for taking some time with us. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you guys doing this morning? Everything's very well here in St. Louis. I want to start with this because I I can't imagine with as close to the organization as you are that you were surprised that all of this came out. No, not at all. Uh, As soon as they announced in July that they were were doing research into perhaps changing the name, you knew the name was going to change. You know, they had dropped the Chief Wahoo logo after the 2018 season, then, uh, you know, it was only a matter of time before I think the the name changed. Are the fans happy about it? Are they middle ground with it? Are they upset? What's the reaction in uh, in Cleveland? I don't think they're too happy with it. So, uh, you know, I think uh, the majority of fans knew this was coming, uh, but there's still, um, you know, this is a, they've been called the Cleveland Indians since, um, 1915, over 100 years. You know, I grew up in Cleveland. Um, so, you, you know, you grow up with a name. It, it, I don't think uh, it becomes a part of you if you're a baseball fan. And I don't think it was, you know, I don't think it was a question of, um, you know, diver- yeah, I mean, uh, you know, racial, uh, you know, injustice. I think it was just a name for a lot of people, but you know, times change, and I think it's it's probably time for a change to uh, to you know to to get a new name for the ball club. Paul Hoynes with us. He uh, writes for the Cleveland Plain Dealer. He's joining us on 101 ESPN. And uh, Paul, I, I want to touch on the tipping point here. What do you, do you think the Redskins' name change was the tipping point for this, or do you think something would have happened anyway? Uh, you know, I think something would have happened anyway. I think the, the 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 organization was getting pressure from Major League Baseball. Uh, you know, that that you know went into uh, dropping the logo uh, when they played in the uh, 2016 uh, ALCS in in Toronto. You know, there was a movement from uh, Native American people in in Toronto to uh, you know not have them wear their wear the logo in in Toronto. In, during the ALCS, and you know the the clubhouse guy had two sets of uniforms. If the judge, if the ruling had gone against the uh, ball club, so I think that kind of set it off. But you know, I think the uh, the social unrest this summer, the death of George Floyd, uh, you know, that really changed the tenor in the country and with the ball club. I think they wanted to become more of a social institution that can promote change in the city. And it's hard to do that, to go into, uh, you know, if you're going to talk to, uh, you know, suppressed minorities or, um, you know, people of color, when you when your your organization is, is nicknamed the Indians or, you know, 
is deemed by many to be, uh, you know, un- in- unjust. So I think that had something to do with it. And then also, you know, I think the the change from the Washington, you know, the Washington Redskins changed their name. I think that gave them impetus. I don't think they wanted to, uh, you know, have their sponsors put pressure on them like happened in Washington. So, you know, I think it was all, you know, kind of a, all kind of rolled into one there. Some might say, if you're going to change your name, why not just do it right now and make sure it's ready to go and roll out in spring training of 2021? Uh, They've said they're not going to do that. They're going to keep it for this year. Now, that would maybe some naysayers, Paul, might say, well, you got to sell some merchandise in 2021. Why not just do it right now? Yeah, I I think uh, well they're still selling cheap Wahoo uh, uh-huh. uh, merchandise. So uh, you know I, I think uh, you know the bottom line is always the bottom line. But I think there is you know some some sense they've got a lot of signage around the ballpark. You know they've got that big Indian sign above the scoreboard. I think that that all goes into this. You know um, so you have a a, a run up to to the name change. You I guess create some public interest. You know, I don't know how they're going to, you know, what they're going to, how they're going to, you know, come up with a new name or are the fans going to vote on it? I, I don't know. But I think, you know, the, the drumbeat goes on, so to speak. Paul Dolan, the owner, said in his letter that, quote, I sincerely believe Cleveland is the most important part of our team name. Could you envision a situation? I know that Washington said that they might stick with Washington football team for the foreseeable future. Could you see with his comment there them being the Cleveland baseball team? No, they will They will not do that. They, uh, you know, after the 2021 season, they'll have a they'll have a name. They're not going to do that like a generic name like that. I hope not. I'd hate to be a headline writer doing that. <laughs> a name like that. So what are you thinking as a guy who grew up as a, as a fan and you know, it's not going to be Indians and you've seen prospective names. What do you like? I've seen names on top of names. I've written <laughs> stories about names. I, you know, I'm saying this facetiously. Uh, my, my favorite is the Cleveland walleye. You know, Lake Erie is full of walleyes, so uh, the great fish, you know, this is a great game fish, so maybe that'll be the name. You think they'd give a nod maybe to the Negro Leagues and uh, and do something with that? Well, they could, you know, uh, definitely. You know, the Cleveland Buckeyes right. you know, were a great Negro League team here. They won the Negro League World Series. They played at Old League Park. So there, there's some deep roots, you know, in, 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 uh, in that vein, definitely. I'm curious, as a guy that uh, covers this team, um, you could understand the interest in maybe a Francisco Lindor. Let's just switch gears right now. What's going to happen with Francisco Lindor? Well, if I was a betting man, I would bet he'd be wearing a different uniform come opening day 2021. How much is it going to cost, by the way, just in your opinion, once a team trades for him and if they want to sign him, how much do you think it would cost to try to keep him? Is he in that Mookie Betts uh, stratosphere? Yeah, I would think anything that that any contract that would convince Lindor not to you know become a free agent is going to have to start with a three and have about nine zeros after it. So kind of a Paul Hoynes type uh, salary, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but there's a decimal point in everything. All the numbers come after the oh, decimal point. Oh, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Paul, great info. Thanks so much for the time this morning. We do appreciate it. Have, have a great day and a great holiday season. Same with you guys. Thanks. Take Thank care. you very much. That's Paul Hoynes of Cleveland.com talking about the name change. And I, 
your last question was one that we all wanted to know, and that's why the Cardinals won't have Francisco Lindor. If the salary is going to start with a three, and it's not going to be three million, it's going to be thirty million, then that just doesn't fit the Cardinals' modus operandi. Not in COVID nineteen, I wouldn't think. No, um, I wouldn't uh, anticipate that. I I do have a question for you. If the uh, Cleveland baseball team is doing this, are the Braves next? Are the Chiefs next? I don't see how they can avoid it. That's I agree. This all got started because corporate partners of the Redskins sure. went to to Dan Snyder and said, "Look, we aren't going to support you anymore if you don't change the name." It comes down to the money and the corporate right. partners. So if you're a corporate partner of the Chiefs, of the Braves, of the Blackhawks, then I would think that because other corporate corporations have gotten on board with applying that pressure, that their partners will too. It's the pressure of losing those dollars right. to those teams that they say we we can't withstand losing that kind of money, uh, millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to to say, you know, well, we'll just take the pressure of that and deal with it. There's no way. No. There is no way. Hey, if Dan Snyder in the NFL wasn't going oh, to deal with if it, he then, did no, it. Right, then uh, no, nobody's going to deal with that pressure. I, I would assume, too, now that baseball has done it with Cleveland, it's it's got to be coming with Atlanta. And yeah. we saw that firsthand with what was happening with St. Louis and with Ryan Helsley. You know, Ryan Helsley dealt with that a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Great he was, point with he, the chop. He, yeah, he was very upset about that. Understandably so. So I, I would assume that, that that's going to happen. I'm with you. That's Dan. I'm Randy. Coming up, we've got the fight for you on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.